Mr. Wayne said you'd be coming. Wait, what? We're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Titan Talk 2-12 Bohawk Review. My name's Nick Zanuck and I am joined by Nico Caruso and his father, Nicholas Caruso. Howdy. How are we all doing, gentlemen? Uh, it's uh, 12. It's weird. It's 12 weeks. It's really fast. It, like I say, every week it feels like we just started and now we're, we're literally at the end with one to go and we have a pretty good idea now where, where, it, where it ends up. It's crazy. Absolutely. It's yeah, cool, it's hard to believe that um, we're at the final episode. The home stretch. It's bittersweet because as much as I want to get to it and see how it all culminates and if they stick the landing, mm-hmm. it's kind of, I'm kind of sad, I guess, that this will be the last episode. Although we do know that they're going to start shooting season three, I believe, in April. In April, which is cool. So that's we'll what's cool out. is that we do know the confirmation and... I've even heard some things on the internet, maybe season three, season four. So, which leads me to believe that there is a commitment to this show that seems to indicate that it's going to go on for a little bit of time. Which is encouraging. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, right, guys, to know Absolutely. that to know yeah. that we might get two, maybe three more seasons. Absolutely. I think that's all we could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. As we started doing these podcasts, especially with what it appears we're receiving at the end of next week. Well, yes. during next week, we're finally getting our guy. So right. I, I'm pretty sure that we're what signing. Are, who, on board. What are you talking about? Uh, Dirk. <laughs> Dirk. <laughs> Dirk. Don't worry, I already have my shorts all laid out, gentlemen. Good. You better. Good, because you're gonna you need a couple of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the shot of Jack on one side. Yeah. And then I'm gonna get the new pair of shorts on the other side. I'm gonna have one for the start, and if what we fear happens happens, I might. No, no. I might have to finish the. Bottle. No, no. You might do some toasts. <laughs> I might, might have to do some toasts to. Uh, I understand. To some of the people, but um. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's crazy. We're here. Well, Let's we'll get see. it. I guess. I guess I'll start off with the uh, our usual DCEU pickouts oh here. My yeah. God, so we got a lasso scene that was very reminiscent <laughs> of Justice oh. League. How you pull these out every week is Oh, impressive. oh, wait. Yeah. And then it's so impressive. Here's, here's the sweetener, just like my coffee here. Oh, man, look at that one. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the episode, we got a carnival being built, gentlemen. Oh, just like, like Shazam, like Shazam. Shazam. which is the out. good yeah. side of the DCEU. There you go. So was, for, uh, yeah, there you go. Was there any reference to the Snyder Cut, though? No. In this God. episode? I don't believe I saw oh anything. God, I didn't no. see any support. Wait, wait, it gets better. So yeah. the cage fighting reminded me a lot like BVS. Mm-hmm. When they when, fight, when Bruce oh, Wayne Bruce was yeah, fight. that's right, he's doing crazy. the fighting. That's right. We're not doing this next week. <laughs> oh, of course no. we are. We always have to get our DCEU plugs in. Yeah, but not this early. <laughs> I agree. I get it out of the so way now. Foul Hawk. Foul let's Hawk. do our let's do our Foul initial it's, it's like the letter grade. All right, you go first, Nick. This was an A minus for me. Oh wow! Okay, that's this, it. There's no explanation. No, no, no. So you're usually a man of many words. I'm not a man, man of many words. words. So this episode was a lot of oh, oh yeah. It was kind of, kind of like that. It sure. was like sure. This was the episode where you were waiting for everything to come together. It was, uh, all connects, as you were saying. Everything was really interesting. Uh, they seem to be setting up everything brilliantly on where you think some people are going. But it's also letting you know that you don't really know where things are going. Obviously, the ending gave me a little jazzed up. I got a little emotional sure. towards the end. But I thought this was fantastic. I don't. When they said episode 12 was the best, 
episode ever. They meant it, but then there's yeah. an asterisk next to it now because now, yeah, boy, does next week have to really, really like deliver. I just yeah. got chills so, with you saying. Yeah, you know, you, absolutely. You really summa- summarized it perfectly. It is. It was. It was exactly what you said. It was the like, yeah, uh huh, okay. Kind of like answering a lot of questions that we've had a, um, over the last four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing with the episode, and you know we're gonna get. I don't want to get in detail now. So I too gave it an A minus. I'm still waiting for that A plus. I'm hoping it's next week. I hope they they really deliver, which I think they're gonna do. But for me, um, it kept you. It it was in that same tradition of where. I watched it with my son. He came home from his from his grad school test. Nick, Which congratulations, right? by congratulations the way. to him, by the way. He's done with grad school thank on his you. way to becoming a speech pathologist. But thank anyway, we're watching the episode, and I kept telling him, as we watch it now, we stream it through his computer. We, yeah. we do have Apple TV, but we stream it. And I kept telling him, would you check how much time is left? Because... I'm afraid it's going to be over pretty soon. And then it just kind of ended, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, there's so much. Again, it just leaves you wanting so much more. And they've done done a great job at that all year of just never feeling, at least for me. I know there's some people that have had some issues. We've talked about that before. But I can't think of one time outside of the first, the season opening episode, where I was like looking at my iPad or like looking for the episode to end or yeah, 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 let's get it over with. It, it's just, it to me, it's the biggest compliment I can give a television show that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when that show ended on Friday, when we got done watching it, and I know we watched the trailer we'll talk about, it, but I was like, man, I just really, really want to get, I really want to get to this season finale and I want to see it. And I do agree, Nick. Right now, in my mind, I think I've got it all figured out how it's going to play out. But so far, it's never played out like that. Mm-hmm. No, there, there are a bunch of Garrett Coles over there. I don't know what they're <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, oh, I'm so bad at the letter grade. Yeah, um, well, I watched it twice uh, because, as my dad said, the first time I watched it was after a couple hours celebration with a good amount of um, schoolmates of mine. And uh, when I got home and watched the episode, I was a little... Uh, a little out of it, a little uh, a feeling some type of way. So I, I liked it a lot, but the second watch is when it when things really landed for me. Um, I'm gonna bump it up to an A. One because I want I want to be different from you two, but also I'm giving it an A because um, it had a little bit of everything, and the it's the episode that they did such a good job of getting you excited. Or making you anticipate stuff. So it, it it was a good exposition episode in terms of we see what happened, you know, to, to Jericho. And now we see what Rose's role and everything is. We're getting an idea of what Cadmus is doing, what they're trying to put in place. Of course, yeah. our guy goes sees, you know, another guy um, who the has something for him. Coming so I think it did right. a good job of tying back the plot points that they broke up when the team broke up again. I think they get a, a good job of showing you why. Okay, how these people are going to kind of get back to each other. You know, why is Slay going to come back? Um, I thought it was shot really well. I liked a lot of the cinematography. Um, and I thought just the character performances, again, I mean, we can't, we always compliment this cast so much. I mean, from Slade's wife 
to Hank to the kid who was with Hank that we'll get into. I mean, everyone, it's so yeah. believable. They all deliver. They all do a great job. Um, like you said, Dad, it's just an entertaining show to watch where it ended. And even the second time through, I'm like, damn it, it's it's almost over. I forgot how quickly this one goes by. Yeah. Even though it was 43 minutes or so, but that shows how good it was. Because this was the first episode where it really feel like it flew by. And I think a second watch is, is almost really important for this one because it does fly. Oh, yes, I'm going to give it an A. I'm very excited for the finale. Like you said, Nick, it has to deliver. Boy, and I'm does. confident it will, mostly. Um, the only reason I say that is because... Uh, is because... If in the trailer, which we'll touch on later, I'm seeing a lot of different set pieces, like scenes, and I don't know if they get to those really fast or if they're only in them for a short period of time. That's my pet peeve sometimes is when, like, they tease, like, a fight, and then the fight's, like, two minutes, and then they're at the next fight, and then the next fight's not that long. Like, we did only get Trigon for maybe five minutes. <laughs> so you you know what I mean. Uh -huh. So I'm yeah. I'm really not hoping for another Trigon-ish thing. Not that that was too much of a negative, mm -hmm. but the lull from season one to two. That's like I think why they got away with it more and why we're not as technical about it. But like next week, if if Dick only fights Deathstroke for like three minutes and the fight with the Cadmus people is quick and then the end. Of, so we'll we'll see. I'm optimistic. I was. Uh, very whelmed by this episode, as our guy says in Young Justice. Um, probably leaning towards the overwhelmed with some of the scenes Good. in specific. But yeah, wow. um, yeah, it's 12. I just keep rambling here because I'm yeah, sad right. we're not going to get to let's do this on. again. Let's, yeah. dive, let's dive into it. Let's, let's do how we've been doing with our... Instead of like from beginning to end, we're going to break it down into the character segments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I, I think that's the easiest way yeah, to do it. Especially because believe... there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot one. to dive We there's don't want to go through the same. one, yeah. So obviously the first thing we see is Jericho and Slade. Yeah, so when we left off, we had seen that Jericho did phase into Slade after he was stabbed very theatrically, as yeah. you pointed out. Yeah. When that happened. And he's more like sucking his conscience. Yes. Guys. So Yeah. That scene was powerful to have Jericho talk to his dad yeah. present day now. Mm -hmm. Because we've only seen Jericho where he can't speak. So for him to have that much, like, anger towards his dad, yeah. I was just like, wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about it, that he's talking. He's talking to he's him. He's talking yeah. in the, when, when he's in Slave's head. Yeah. And I'm with you, too. I, I really like this because we get our answer. Mm -hmm. It was served up at the end of last week that that Jericho's alive. Um and it's more of like uh, it, he's not able to control his dad the way he controls all other people. It's kind of a fight. And um, that also answers our question was if he was in Slade the whole time, why why was Slade still so much like Slade when we see him? And now we understand why in the very first scene we see Slade, he's at his sink and he's clutching his sink in pain when he was in the chair with Dick two episodes mm -hmm. ago. Now we know it's because his son was inside him. Um, I also like that it confirmed that Jericho is alive and he is still on the Titan side. Mm. He still wants his dad to be stopped. I know earlier in the season I was saying, well, I wonder if he got brought back and 
Slade was able to brainwash him to work with him. No, it's flat right. out that just Jericho is stuck inside him, and he and he's losing the battle. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And Slade's given in. All Slade, I could think well, yeah, about Slade was given in. All I could think about is if my son of you were in my subconscious. I would have fucked him up already. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been so persistent. I, I wouldn't have just sat there and talked to him. You know I would have like started fighting. My son Nico. So I think at that point I as he often says he's the smartest person in our house. So I feel like my knowledge would become just a vast. Oh, that's a nice compliment. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. That's really yeah. how I feel. Okay. No, okay so here. Yeah. So you guys sum this. First of all, uh, it was a beautiful shot in kind of a white, almost yeah. like a purgatory in the mind, the recess of yeah. Slade's mind. Um, we get our question answered, which we, we all kind of guessed last week. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because they delivered... It's all about the execution because yeah. you talk about mm-hmm. it. So they did a great job. Very satisfying. Right. And it, it answered all our questions. It answered the question of Jericho's there. And Jericho, it's important to understand that he's still on the side of the Titans. That's that he hasn't huge. succumbed to his That's father. His father is still his father. He's mm-hmm. not able to be manipulated by Jericho yet. He's still stronger and controlling yeah. the dual personality. Yeah. And and it beautifully, beautifully explains, like you just said, the the weird body movements that yeah. we've seen Slade have mm-hmm. at different times during the episode during the season where it seems like he's a little bit out of control yeah. or feels some pain or becomes unhinged. The scene where he's trying to get his dad to walk out in front of a was a it truck, a truck or yeah. whatever, almost <laughs> almost like to commit suicide was really cool. So yeah, it's 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 well done. It's well written, uh, beautifully acted by the two actors, Isai, and they're just great. And Chalaman. um, mm-hmm. Chalaman, Chalaman, yeah, yeah, I mean, just just some great acting. They never shortcome on that stuff. So very interested to see, very interested to see this play out in the finale, and obviously see how what really happens to Jericho. Because if I'm going to assume something, I'm going to assume that Slade is going to get beat. That's okay. He's <laughs> either going to get to beat, too. or he's going to, or he's going to take off, or he's going to escape. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We know the heroes win. We know it's not going to be Why? them all laying. I, I, they're <laughs> not all going to be right. Right. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't either. Nothing has led me to believe that they're going to continue this. So, my main concern at this point becomes, how does Jericho, what is the fate of Jericho? Yeah. I have a quick prelude sure. before you. Yeah. And this is something, if you guys Absolutely. want to answer this later or if you want to answer it now. Mm-hmm. So Dick knows that Jericho is alive. We're going to assume that he knows he's in Slate or maybe yeah. he doesn't yet. Yeah. Does that change your opinion how the battle plays yes. out? Yes, yes, 100%. Because what, we, cause what we're seeing in the trailer, he's going full... Full I assume Jericho has some sort of influence at so, some point in yeah. the battle. Okay, it's just something to think about for later. And it will somehow mm-hmm. involve Dick, Rose, and Slade all together. I'm not sure. So that's why Beautiful. I'm saying... Okay. Yeah. If you don't believe that Dick Grayson already has figured out how not only to beat Slade mm-hmm. and get Jericho back, then you guys don't know Dick Grayson. Because in his mind, well, 
He's already he already knows what he's gonna do. <laughs> well, don't brucify him too. Don't brucify no, him. No, 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 but but he knows well, what he's gonna do. I think he knows. He what has he's... the idea. I'm not saying it's gonna so be executed let me, perfectly. Let me let me. There let may me... be a. <laughs> a monkey wrench in that plan. Let me but... tweak what you said. And I... he's going to need the help from his fellow types. I think but... he has the idea of what he's going to do. Yes. In terms of confronting Slade, I don't know if he knows how he's going to get Jericho out. Mm. That's just me. Because that's that, that Fair takes enough. a lot of I believe he does, yeah. but I believe it's not going to go according to his plan and... That's where we're going to see mm-hmm. the Teen Titans, I believe. I think we're going to see some big-time Rachel okay. involvement with this. And, you know, let's let's just segue into our guy. Yeah. To our punching bag, even he's, though he's we love my, him. I don't want no part of him. He's not my so guy. So we're going to talk about him, <laughs> he's, he's got not a right lot now. of blood on his hands, man. <laughs> what do they say, Black Widow? He's got a lot of red. Red in his red ledger. In his ledger. He's, he's got a lot of yeah. corn syrup on his on his hands. Yeah, yeah. Red yeah. In his ledger. Absolutely. For anybody, caught, right. for so, anybody that caught that was a scream reference. So <laughs> corn. I don't know. You can mix blood with up and it comes out as corn syrup. I have oh gar 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 gar. Uh yeah, tell us about Garnick. What, right. what's, what's going on with him? So I'm gonna start right off the bat. So that scene where he was in. The coffee shop. Yeah, right. so it starts off, he's in the coffee shop. And we think, you know, everything's going all smoothly. He gets his coffee. He's being very friendly with the with the barista. The barista. She knows him. The and then, all of a sudden, that symphonic music, as, as, you, as you alluded to, <laughs> starts playing. And from zero to 100, we get some carnage. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, so, holy hell. Right. I was like, okay, so she's really yeah. trying to... I don't know. She's really trying to dehumanize this guy. Because, I mean, she unleashed him in, in quote-unquote, the real world here. It's not just and like... And we're assuming he killed somebody because the blood all... Oh, he did. And shit, right? Yeah, that I mean, poor we're, guy we're was assuming, kind of underneath the table there. And, we're uh, assuming that, He just yeah. went in for, for a caramel latte. And he's getting eaten by a fucking tiger. And he wound up getting eaten by Gar. So, yeah. I've been on board with this. I've been... If, if anything's bothered me this season, it's been... Him. You guys know the the Superboy. I, I had a little problem with when oh, he went mm-hmm. rogue on those on those innocent cops. This is part of the story. This is this is still establishing or reestablishing just how diabolical that Mercy Graves is and how evil Cadmus is. Yeah. And obviously, she's testing him full throttle. I and again, this is nothing against the writing. For me, could it have been like where? I guess if I was going to do this. Would I have put him in a situation where he's maybe coming up against some bad guys or a bad situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how, but I think Mercy could probably find something going on bad somewhere. Not necessarily a bank robbery, maybe a woman getting assaulted. And Gar's there and he's like, hey, step away. She plays the music and then he goes full on Tiger and kills the bad guys. But they're not doing it this way. They're doing it against innocent people. I'm always going to have a little problem with that, but but I get it because it's it's a, the drama there, the effect is there. But you just said a good point um, that I just thought of. Um, so okay, so Lex owns Cadmus, Cadmus works for Lex right. Luthor. They made Superboy a clone of both. They want to be able to control him, right. and use him as some sort of weapon. 
But Cadmus, even though they're they're willing to operate on humans and pretty much use them as expendable, have them die, have them sacrifice their life for really no morality, are Cadmus murderers? Well, because that's, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, what's their end goal now? Is their goal they didn't really know who the Titans were. Was their goal is their goal to get the Titans out, or is their goal to unleash carnage? It's very unlike Cadmus, my opinion, to unleash carnage, and that's what she's doing with Gar here. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, or am because I, they tried right. to make her semi likable. When showing her family and then showing her talk down Connor saying, we're going to help you. We know she's lying, but if Cadmus controls, use them as a weapon for influence for whether it be financial gain or political gain or an edge on Superman or a counter to Superman, mm. sure. But even Lex Luthor, is he a murderer deep down? Is Mercy Graves, like, is, is somebody telling her, uh, start unleashing him on innocent people? Because you're right. Usually not the It's a better simulation. Person. It's a better yeah. simulation, like what they did with the doctor, I get. Or to put him with some bad people, I get it. To put him with some right. prisoners, I get it. Right. But mm -hmm. to unleash him in daylight in a coffee shop and kill innocent people, that now gets, like, the world and more attention on them and even the news said this is the work of cadmus so they're all hush about everything or is it or is it a direct thing by luther to make everybody look bad like all heroes and then, and then he's going to come in as the shining knight with his army of anti-heroes and they're going to take everybody down so I think there's more here. I think we need to see the next episode. So do I. And, and, and answer it. Yeah. And, and it you usually know, comes down. It, they usually, the whatever I question, they usually kind of answer and make me look like a fool, mm -hmm. which I love. Sure. Because <laughs> it's good to watch the episode and be bothered by something. There's nothing wrong with that. Yo, yeah. I'm, you I'm, know, I'm, I mean, it would I'm be. I'm trying to think right, of, exactly. of, of where they're trying to write. And maybe if they did Grace. put him in a situation where he was only going to hurt. Um, undesirable or a criminal lot or something maybe mercy's trying to test him maybe instinctually she knows he would go after that element of people okay so she wants to show she's got the power where he could just destroy and kill someone mm. completely innocent so maybe we're answering these questions sure um Without but it's but it's answer. shocking mm -hmm. And right off the bat, like you said, it starts the episode out, and, and you're it like, ends the episode, "Wow!" Whereas he's going to be right. the threat, right? One mm -hmm. of the threats at this carnival. We see the end of the episode, kind of like you said in your yeah. intro with your Shazam reference, right? So let's take it to the end. So yeah. because yeah. We, we're gonna do well, we're gonna we're gonna all take we see is him just wake up, right? Yeah. So I mean, this, isn't this? Is this the second episode in a row where they've opened with Gar and they've ended yes. with Gar? Yes. yes. So, so we know something big is going to happen with him. So he's in a van next to a carnival. She right. starts playing the music and his eyes open. Yeah. We're assuming he's going to go wreak havoc and mm -hmm. we're going to see our Titan friends show up there. I mean, look. Some I'll, of them. I'll give it to him. They're really making him more powerful than he's been in the past two seasons. Yeah, I still feel like he's... Um, Even though he's not fully formed, but I do have one critique of of, of Gar's character in the whole season up to Same this on. point. Um, I'm like I said, if you agree with me, that's fine. 
Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure if anyone, whoever is involved with the show ever listened to this, so I don't want them to, to make it sound like I'm saying they're bad writers or anything. I'm just saying, um, you know, I understand even with things I do sometimes at work and school and stuff, sometimes there's things you just need to make work for the sake of it happening. You know what I mean? Like sure. not, in, not in an unethical way, but sure. if there's some variables and I really need X to equal Y. I'm going to have to make things happen for X to get to Y. So I do feel like um, Gar has been used as a little bit more of a plot device, as more than a character, um, in terms of we're not seeing, for the people who are critiquing how he's been done on the show and they're saying, oh, he's not developing, he's not doing much, they're correct because they're kind of using him, okay, Gar's going to be the last one at the tower, he's going to lose Superboy, he's going to get Superboy back, he's going to get captured by Cadmus, he's going to be turned evil, and then they're going to have to fight him. None of that is Gar developing, that's the plot saying, we need Gar to do this, 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 and that, so he yeah. can be here. They're like, okay, we want Gar and Superboy to be taken by Cadmus, so they need to do all this to get there. So I'm really optimistic for him in season three and on. Okay. That's all. Possibly all. next episode. I'm Possibly next episode. Sure. So to this point, and, right. and it's not always a bad thing when a character is used as a plot, a plot not device. Not at all. Uh, it's not. So. Not at all. But that's just my critique. Okay, now we're going to go from Gar, 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 Gar. To Corey and Rachel. To two of our favorite mm -hmm. Titans. To two of our faves. Corey and Rachel. Corey and Rachel. Well, my two Very... favorites are number four. Well, but... so well, are mine. Yeah, 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 let's yeah, not yeah. jump to number four. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's not jump yeah. to our two favorites right, next. Yeah. But these two are our next yes, two favorites. Yes, they're incredible. Right. So right. when we see them, mm -hmm. um, they're, their scene's really short. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. not in the episode a lot. No, so they're coming back from trying to get Dick out and Dick's not there. Right. And then essentially they're, you know, on their way back to San Francisco because it's a realistic show. They got to drive everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's, no, That's there's okay. no flying yet. That's all right. That's good. That's um, good. Yeah, you you break it down. For okay. Uh, so they're they're stopping at a, at a gas, uh, gas station. Oh, and what? A gas, no. a, a gas, gas station? No. A gas station. Yeah, yeah. okay. And Corey is still doing what she's doing <laughs> from the last episode, which is... She can't control her powers. She can't harness yeah, her powers I'm, now. I'm I'm finding this pretty interesting. Which is weird. Is that because the sun's not out? Why? It started a... happening when Blackfire came and destroyed. Uh-huh. But don't day, I remember so last last season they said at night she has a harder time because the sun's not out? Yes. Am I wrong? Or am I right? They no. did say that. They I did say be, that. Yeah. I could be Pulling this out of my ass, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. That's interesting. Keep going on yeah. because okay. I, I have something to talk sure. about. Okay. So Rachel's getting food, and then they begin to go back into the car, and Rachel's like, I guess she's worried about Dick. Yeah. And then they begin to have sort of a, an exchange here, might you add, and they start arguing, mm -hmm. and it's very intense. And somebody so yeah yes. so so a very quick turnaround though. Uh, last episode they go from being gung ho and finding Dick to of course they go to the jail. He's not there, so I get it. They mm. don't know where Dick is, but now Corey is already jumping ship and she's ready to go back for Gar. And Rachel wants to of course save Dick, and they start to argue about that. Yes. So that was a little quick for me, but it's okay. Well, no, it, I think it shows that it it kind of plays off the previous episode. 
with Don and Donna. Where they okay? Where it's like, look, I see Corey's point. Look, we came and he ain't to break Dick Grayson out of jail. Mm-hmm. Not only is he not here, he's writing stuff on the walls that says Jericho is still alive. He doesn't want to be found. He obviously doesn't want to be found, and he doesn't need their help. He's gone. So, you know, Rachel's still haunted, I believe, by these visions and these dreams she's had of him. Of him dying. And I think Corey's just like, look, let's go to San Francisco. Dick's going to pop up when he wants to pop up. Yes. And then they have a very well-written kind of outburst scene at each other. They kind of turn on each other. I don't really care about, right, it's like two sisters. Space witch. I don't really space care witch. about you. You're a space witch. I don't care about your planet Tasmanian or whatever she calls it. She goes, I don't care how you explain. And she says, I don't care about you. You're, you're creepy. You're back and forth. So, And then, of course, they, they pause. They take a deep breath. And they realize that they're just having a moment where they're both vulnerable. They're both lost. They both are still in this beautiful situation that these writers put every one of these characters in where they're just not in control of what they want to be control of, and that is of themselves. There's doubt. There's confusion. They're messed up. So they then agree to let bygones be bygones. They apologize to each other, and they're going to head to San Francisco, right? My theory is, and I read this on Twitter, and I believe our guy Vulin Nick I love that guy. had love posted that guy. something Great about guy. about guy. there possibly being something going on in this season where they're all acting a little bit strange and there's some stuff going on that they don't act like their true selves. Like maybe maybe someone is kind of manipulating them a bit or having some kind of a it could be Black Star. I'm not sure if that's what he was going with with it, but mm-hmm. I think a little bit more of this is going to be revealed. But is it Trigon still? How wild? No, it's not. It's not Trigon. Oh, okay. But again, you're, you've got you've got these lost souls still looking to find each other mm-hmm. and help each other out. So to me, that was enough of those two in the episode because there was so much other stuff to get into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still appreciated the writers and the episode for fitting everybody in and really still giving everybody, whether it was a scene or not, it, it was an important, important scene. And it was still important to the whole, whole overall plot and where we're headed. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I do okay. want to, and I want to add one thing before, sure. before we move on, because you said something brilliant, and it's something that I want to give writers credit to, because we all, I guess we all kind of thought that when this season began, everybody looked a little more happier. Yeah. We thought this was going to be the, t- the season where we were getting the Teen Titans. We weren't going to have all of this nope. drama and everything, yeah. and I actually think that the way they went about it was brilliant. They're giving everybody their own moments because I think I truly believe that although I wanted the team as the team, I think they did need another season to develop right and get all this out of the way. Well, let me tell you what the writers did this season. Okay, they wrote a goddamn good season of television. That's exactly. What that's all. Doesn't you don't? Yeah, uh, that's ahead. all. That's all. I just like thought, we yeah, say before, it was, it was you wanted yeah. a group of happy titans. We well, haven't got one, one. We have not got one Titan. happy Titan. There's not one Titan. There's not one. But 
Even Crypto, who's not technically a Titan. Where is Crypto now? Crypto's he's still a Cadmus. He's, in he's, Cadmus. Yeah, he's still fucked Fuck. up the Cadmus. Oh, that's God. I forgot that he's all fucked right. up. There's not anyway, one happy Titan. That, that's all I'm there saying. Wasn't, that sounds like a beautiful like, song or an now, episode or a I'll book. Let, you know. I'll let anyone argue. There was one at the 45-minute mark of episode one. Right. I'll let anyone <laughs> argue that, oh, they didn't. they're not writing... A, Teen Titan show the best way. Whatever. I'm not. That's yeah. yeah. Sure, whatever you can have that debate, but mm-hmm. all I am saying, and all we are saying, is they wrote a goddamn good season of television. Period. Correct. Of just television. Take this... all the themes. Take the lore. Mm-hmm. Take the concept of yeah. Titans out of it. From a character standpoint, from a narrative standpoint, in this episode, rewrapped up. A lot of people's quote unquote concerns. They wrote a damn good season yeah. of television that's loaded with great performances, great symbolism. Yeah. It it kind of reminds me a little bit. I'm going way off on a tangent here, but I it reminds me a little bit of Lost. With I was all thinking this with today. all the different characters and how everybody in their background there's drama and there's confusion and there's mm-hmm. I was I was everyone's at a crossroads day. and everyone's got their demons and their I was at work just just a little bit I'm not yeah. I'm not you know no I'm no, uh, but just, I'm gonna use that comparison yeah, later and that's like the highest okay. compliment I because it's always been sure. I believe still my favorite television show of all time I kind of feel like that when we and we get these backstories with we're gonna get Rose but it reminds me a little bit when Lost when you met the characters and. They were brought together by a tragic event, and then you got into the each one of them, and then you found out their background, and you were like, wow, all these people, like, they're all lost souls. That's exactly yeah. what it was. None of them were ever really happy or anything. But this is going to be different because we yes. are going to get that happy Teen Titans team. I believe that. So now we're going to go in. I'm going to let you guys. Oh, God. Because these are your, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, I don't know if these two women are single in real life or not, but I know that you two gentlemen... Um, have your your childhood crushes here? I'm, I'm, and Donna and Donna. I'm glad you worded it like that, so it sounds not creepy. That's right. <laughs> no, and I just I'm and kidding. in the most respectful yeah. way possible. No, absolutely, we are saying. And I'm going to let you they're, guys. They're beautiful here, I'm going to let you guys talk about this yeah. because again, yes. you guys can talk about this. But kudos to the two to Connor and to Minka because this was one of the the most fun because we we talk about there hasn't been fun. Yeah. And yet the scene that they did together was just riveting. It was fun. And above all else, it was just so cool. It did look fun. It was just a cool scene and a badass scene. And that's all I'm going to say about it. You guys can elaborate on it. So to preface, my fellow colleague, my man and I, over to my right. You guys can't see him, but he's to my right. Um, I'm to his left. We are big uh, Donna and Dawn uh, fans, um, respectfully in 2019, of course. Not, and we're not trying to be weird. We love them as characters, yes. and we also, you know, think they're just wonderful individuals as well. Um, so we're big fans of them and their portrayals. We're not weird. We're just fans. Anyway, it's a little um, weird, but that's okay. Little... <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you break down the scene because right. I can't collect myself. By the way, what time is the sushi coming? That see, damn, he beat me to it. I, I need to learn how to. I want to go learn how to kiteboard right yeah, now. You guys need to. Learn. I, I, I gotta learn what the hell a hydrofoil is. Oh I have my no god, idea what that means. Still, I, I I tried to look it up, but I, Walter, Walter, Walter. All right, so 
They locate, Donna and Don have located Walter's residence, and they begin to... Walter's the guy who works for Cadmus. Walter's the guy that works for Cadmus. Apparently, he had ordered sushi, and the girls managed to find the sushi and bring it to him. And Donna's being very coy, which that guy should be very lucky, might I add, because she discovers that he's in the kiteboarding. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just a good acted scene, mm-hmm. how yeah. they were playing, like, dumb girls to get in his house mm-hmm. and then yeah. flip. Like, that's just classic, like, sure. let's... And, let's he's, and he's like, I deserve good things, and they let him... He lets so Walter thinks he's going to have a nice, fun talk about kiteboarding with... Uh, mm-hmm. With our blonde and our brunette here, and uh, Ooh, okay. unfortunately not because the uh, we get the old lasso. Those Amazons are feisty. We get the old lasso, <laughs> uh, lasso deal here. A lasso of what is it? Truth. Truth. So, so what's cool is I never knew she had one too. Yeah. Like, 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 just to do a complete side mm-hmm. note for a sec, like the character of Donna Troy and Wonder sure. Girl in the comics. I always thought there was only one. And that uh-huh. Diana had it, but of course not. Sure. So anyway, so we're led to believe that they were able to locate and discover who Walter is and his role with Cadmus. They now know Cadmus is who took mm-hmm. Gar and Connor. Um, so they find a way to, you know, infiltrate his house. They do, they do so by some casual flirting. They somehow got his sushi order, which I would have loved to see just how that went down. <laughs> How they even obtained his food, um, <laughs> classic. Um, just, just because you're like, uh, did they just pay for it? Did they be like, oh, we'll take it to him. He's our friend or something. Blah blah. He's in the bushes. So then we get a really just, just a really cool like comic booky scene where they have Walter tied up in the lasso and a very good exchange from Dawn. Like I gotta get one of those. It kind of does everything. And she's like, yeah, you know, it, there, there's the. There's the Themyscirian truth coil and some other things like it has heat too, whatever, which we got that kind of from um, Wonder Woman, the movie, how when you lie or when you try to lie, it kind of gets you hot. And that's one of the ways I'm glad they kind of kept that concept going and also how they how the Amazonians don't fly. I like that, too. It kind of grounds Diana and Donna more. Um, but then essentially, you know, just a fun little interrogation scene. But he has nothing to give them other than the fact that they're going to use Connor and Gar. And that's kind of all mm-hmm. he's able to give them because he is no longer in command. It's mercy, you know. So um, that was an important thing to know. That was an important thing to know. Yes. And then he's not really on board with it because mm-hmm. earlier he sees the news report even before the sushi gets there he's seeing a news report of Gar wreaking havoc and the news even calls out that it's Cadmus and he's like holy shit like yeah this is partly my company like this shouldn't be happening um you know and then of course later Graves comes and she finds out he told him so that's when they're going to speed up the process with Gar um well said but then but then um Donna mm-hmm. does, I, I just remember this, I almost forgot, mm-hmm. um, inquires to Dawn that, hey, the rest of the Titans are kind of AWOL. Um, do we dare call Hank? Because in her words, when, when he suits up, you know, there is no one better from a fighting standpoint. And Dawn is very adamant about not yeah, no. about not using him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so so characters are staying consistent now, which I like. Mm-hmm. I know I told you at the beginning of the season there were a few instances where I'm like, well, that character is not being consistent, so they're writing for the episode. But Dawn stuck to her guns like there's no shot. Yeah. We're going to get them like you and me are fine. I mean, I think they're fine too, so I mean, mm-hmm. but, you know, so. Well, so, they're going to need some help. They're going to need some help. They're fine, but they're going to need I some was help. thinking, well, well, no, we were just kind of speculating. I know, I'm just kidding. Last week, was there going to be, <laughs> fuck off. Was there going to be, was there going to be a, um, a Don Hank reunion in this episode? And no. there wasn't. No. Technically, there wasn't. So well, if you watched the trailer, you thought there was, right? Hey, yeah, that's why I don't believe everything you see in a trailer. Yeah, so <laughs> don't all right. So anyway, you you, you, you guys took it right to where we're gonna take it because yeah, the hawk. Donna's like, we need Hank, mm-hmm. and uh, Dove is like, no. So now we see Hank, and Hank is fighting for money to buy drugs. He is at the lowest point, probably as low as he was when he was getting molested by the coach. Yeah. And he came to the drugs. Uh, very believable, very understandable based uh-huh. on what he's experienced, what the Titans have gone through, pushing his love away for, uh, for Dove. Mm-hmm. And um, he's kicking some ass in the ring. Oh, yeah, man. You know, nobody's really able to challenge him. He's snorting as well. Uh, he gets propositioned by a very attractive woman who calls him out afterwards after he's leaving his the, the gym or wherever he's yeah. fighting with. We're then led to believe that she's sort of pursuing him. He's trying to pretend that he's not, mm-hmm. that he's not the hawk. But the next thing we see, he's in bed with her. Um, they're having sex. And he's just in pain. But he's in such pain. <laughs> uh, he's literally not quite able to perform that great. And the funny part about it is that he absolutely falls asleep during the course of intercourse, which will show you just how far gone Hank is, whether it be the drugs or the pain or whatever. Or a combination of a combination of everything, about. right. When he awakens, I'm going to let you follow up from here. Yeah. But so far, as viewers, like, I, I believe it and I can buy where he's at at this point. I and it's tragic and it's perfect by the writing to yes. see just how far down and how, how low he's gotten. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind me no. going next. Yeah. Um, this was my favorite storyline of this episode. And I know we're going to be like, oh, the thing that happens later. But I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. From a pure unbiased, that's the key word, from a pure unbiased, just like narrative standpoint of. Well, I don't want to jump in on here. So, yes, he's at his lowest point. He's, you know, he's reverted to just doing what he knows how to do, fight and do drugs. (laughs) Right. Essentially. That's it. Mm -hmm. And he's battling with that. So then when he's unable, you know, when he falls asleep during sex, the next time we see him is what we know now, but what you don't know quite in the moment is he's in the ring fighting with Dawn. Yeah. And he's saying, like, I still love you. You know, it wasn't. Like it wasn't because I don't love you, is because I'm 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 kind of paraphrasing here, but it was that. Yeah, absolutely. And right. she's like, well, one of us had to go, so she's still 
So in his mind, it's 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 you know she's still adamant about it. She's kind of resenting him. She's fighting. Kicking the crap out she's of him. kicking the shit out of him. Only for him to wake up. Um, to that not being real, it's just in his head. A nice, just a subtle shot. He wakes up with a nosebleed, and if yeah. you know anything about doing cocaine, that happens to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, just the subtle things the writers do to really show you also like why wow, yeah, yeah, I know he's yeah. far gone. Mm-hmm. But then he wakes up to find out. There is somebody using his hawk costume because the hawk costume got stolen. Um, so I'm going to let you go from here and then I'll sum up what I okay. think about why I think the story is so great. Mm-hmm. I'll let you sum up what happens next. Sure. So he goes to the laundromat then. He does. <laughs> he does. So I'm going to preface before I make my point because you just said it. And the so. The story that they went with him is very interesting and it's very touching with the kid when we find out like what the real motivation behind it was. Uh, I kind of fell for the kid. Like I think we all as viewers kind of fell for him once we learned that it wasn't just some schmuck trying to get some money, but yeah, he had a purpose behind it. But this was kind of confusing to me because when he left the gym before he went to have that intercourse with the lady, he had his bag on him and it looked like he had his costume with him but then the scene like it flashes to him having sex and he still has his bag we're led to believe that his costume is still there but when we when he goes back to the place he's like no you sold me the suit dude for money Mm -hmm. so i'm like when did a go to c because i feel like we didn't get b well, they didn't show it to you. Well, that was a mystery. I felt like that was that yeah. was important to me, and yeah. that was my only critique of the episode. Well, so yeah, that so, was the misdirect. So we're led to believe so. So it's a nice misdirect in terms of um, when he wakes up and he realizes he doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he doesn't real, know why he real doesn't quick, have it. Uh, yeah. Is Nick, Nico and I were watching together, and my first reaction was that the woman, right, Nick? What did I tell you? I go, the woman must have took his costume, and she must have either sold it or she gave it to another guy she knows or whatever, which is great writing because it was none of that, and it was so tragic, and finish it off, Nico, Mm -hmm. it was so tragic when you really learn Mm -hmm. how he got rid of his costume. Yeah, so so like I said, it's a good, and they they wrote it a good way because they make you think that. And what what's the greatness in the writing is because that whole time he is on drugs, mm-hmm. he's an unreliable narrator. We don't even really know what's going on. That's right. You know what I mean? And whatever we see is most likely whatever we see or don't see, you know, is 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 only as reliable as the guy who's under the influence. So um he goes to the laundromat where the new hawk or the person using the costume um held up the place to to earn some cash he goes to the goes to the laundromat and and just has they do a good job at throwing some subtle humor in there he's talking to a a guy in his underwear who's also (laughs) washing his clothes he's like would you hear what happened he's like yeah you you know it's a shame i loved hawk was his favorite Favorite titan and hank's like yeah well blah blah and then the guy just the dialogue continues yeah well He's got to be low because he's n- he isn't anything without Dove. 
you know, yeah. when she left him and Hank's like, no, no, no. Like when he left her and the guy's just kind of like, well, I'm, I'm sure yeah, that's what that's he tells himself. Stuff, yeah. But yeah. then essentially the guy shows him the Instagram story of the Hawk impersonator and Hank's able to find him. It's a, you know, a younger kid just trying to flex with the costume, trying to earn some extra cash. So Hank is able to somehow find him very quickly. Because I think he knew who he was. I think he, he knew who the kid was. I'm not so sure how he found him so fast. I think he saw the sign in the background. Yeah, I think he oh, saw okay. it. Right, he exactly. saw like yeah, okay. a, a sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't get that, but okay. Yeah. Um, so good for, mm-hmm. for you to clarify that for me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he gets to him, and essentially it's a 16-year-old kid um, whose mom's new boyfriend doesn't really like him. He insults him a lot, so he was doing it. To feel like a titan, and this is why I said it's the best part of the story of it's it's the best story of the individual episode because Hank, we're assuming, I assume a nice return for him because and it's all and it's self-driven. We find out that the costume wasn't stolen. <laughs> Hank sold it to the kid for $200 to find blow for him and the woman. Right. To show you not only how down Hank is, but how much of an influence and a positive thing Hawk is for somebody else. All Hank and Dawn talk about is how they were they were born out of pain together. Yeah. And that's what the Hawk and Dove symbolize for them is pain. But for this kid... He tells him it it was an honor to wear the hawk. Yeah. It's it's he's his favorite titan. The titans stand for justice. Right. So Hank is seeing the mantle of hawk. Maybe for him it's something bad, but to to step out of his own shoes for a sec, he reflects on the titans and what it means to people, and they're for good. So for Hank to hear, it's an honor to be you, is what wakes Hank up. And we're assuming he's going to go back, finish the business. And I actually thought, from a payoff standpoint, assuming he does something good here, they gave Hank a really nice payoff, in my humble opinion. Well, what was cool, too, was the kid was like... Just with that dialogue yeah. alone. It must be kid. it must be so great to wear that every day well, and to yeah. be a Titan. And Hank's yeah. sitting there questioning it like yeah. he's having that self-revelation in but his own mind. It's supposed to be. Right. And that's the beauty of this season. Is it's so supposed many of to the be. the characters yeah. are blind to what they actually are for people. Right. And what they are really supposed to be. Right. And they're so ready to all to bury the idea of the Titans. Hmm. And they don't realize how important. Really, the only person who understood how important they were is Dick. And they all call yeah. them crazy for it. But you best believe next episode. And they all deserved him. They're going to realize how important it is to be the Titans yep. next episode. And they already kind of served that right. up for you with Hank. Right. And it's very fitting that he's one of the people to bring that ideal back. Yeah. And that's where I dropped my mic on the Hank stuff. Yeah, Hank was great. Hank, Hank was great. Absolutely. Hank was great. So then mm-hmm. let us segue, now that we're done with Hank, to what I thought um, – was a great scene mm-hmm. as we now find ourselves back at that beautiful house in Gotham City. These people still haven't returned home yet. 
Where are these people it's at? It's the holiday Does season. Anybody you know? know? It's the They're holidays. just gone. They leave that beautiful house with the <laughs> with the cabana in the back and the lake and whatnot. But little did I know that Jason Todd has got a real talent with hot dogs. I did not know he was a connoisseur of the delectable right. meat and the different variations on the meat. But mm-hmm. as we see our young, aspiring Broadway couple, we see him delivering her a platter of various different delicacies of hot dogs. And um, he's picking up right where they left off. He's completely smitten, and he's loving this lifestyle that he has with Rose, looking to cook for her every day and kind of just escape, I think, into the world with her. But, uh, Nick, I'll let you follow up from here. Mm-hmm. She's she's looking at a text again, right, on the phone, that they're needed, that the Titans are in trouble. Yes. That Gar's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to get... Mm-hmm. A big revelation. And this was kind of interesting, too, because the last text he got, she swiped it away because she yep. didn't want him to find out. Yes. Whereas yes. this time he gets the text and she's like, oh, I think the Titans kind of need you. So she kind of has a different vibe in this one, like a different reaction. Right. Because what we learn is that now she finally reveals everything. So we yeah. learn. Okay, no, yeah, so I'll go on. No, just roll. So, yeah, so ultimately, she does tell Jason that I've been working with Slade the whole time. I can't remember if she said that he was the mark the whole time, but he—that's what he's insinuating, and he's telling her sort of how she came to be, how Slade even got in the picture, and then we move on to her backstory, so to speak. Right. So and they did a great job, Nick. Why don't you Why don't you take yes. us to Yeah the backstory before we get to the confrontation? But I thought it was well done, and it it really mm-hmm. it was so revealing, and and we knew we were going to get it, but knowing you're going to get it and how they gave it to us was what made it so great. Mm-hmm. Real quick before you go, oh, yeah. what was uh, Rose's date's name for Pop? Todd? Yeah, and what's Jason's first name? Well, Jason. Okay. Todd. Jason Todd. There you All go. Todd's. It was some foreshadowing. There you go. Um, I butchered that one. My no, bad. no, you're good. <laughs> you're right. Um, I was happy because I remember going back <clears throat> to earlier in the year. I was saying, okay, we need to know where Rose came from. Because um, clearly it's not the same mom is Jericho um I had my prediction fulfilled that she was in some way the Judas quote unquote and it's much more loose than the Judas contract is I'm as as we're saying here it's very it's very very loose compared um it was a nice reveal because one it made sense and two it works very well and I'm almost glad they waited this long um, because if we find out any earlier, it it wouldn't have served any plot point because then we still weren't going to see the showdown until episode 13. Right. So wait till the end. Now 
do you realize the person taking the pictures and who has had the picture and the bourbon and the orange soda fucking with the team was Rose. Um, it makes sense now why she wanted to get there and then how she got there, why she was even in San Francisco. He, he, he told her all about what Dick Grayson would do. So, so she was playing off Dick the whole time. She was kind of playing him. Mm-hmm. So we essentially find out that Three years ago, so this is two years after Jericho died, um, Slade, well, Rose is finally aware that she cannot get hurt. We open up to her getting hit by a car and she just kind of, her leg kind of just goes back to where it's at and then she's talking to her mom. Mm -hmm. I jump off stuff. I've jumped off the science building. I've taken a nosedive, but I never get hurt. Why? And she kind of gets her mom to who's like, it wasn't love, it was blah, blah, blah. But her mom finally, we're assuming, admits or Rose herself finds it out. Uh, she finds Wintergreen and they go to Slade's house and um, Rose confronts him. She tries to make her point clear by shooting herself in the hand and showing him in heels. And he's telling her, he's very cold with her. If you come back, I'll hurt you. You know, and she's even like, well, I could hurt you too. Like, don't forget that. So she's very ballsy. Shout out to uh, Chelsea Zhang. I, I hope I say that right. Is the actress her name? I love how fierce she is. Um, cause, cause that's a hard type of acting, in my opinion, to do is is to really convince someone that you're like badass, um, and intimidating and such. And she does it well. Um, so essentially, she's ready to go to prom with her date named Todd, which is like a nice nod to. Jason Todd, um, she's still inquiring about her dad. Her mom's like, no. But then eventually she goes out to the car that she thinks is her prom date. It's her father. And he's able to convince her, these people are going to hurt you. They're going to know, if they know about me, they're going to eventually know about you, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get lost in the dialogue too much, but Mm -hmm. um, she begins to work with him. He begins to train her. He gives her a card of like a million dollars. It looked like he gave her... He paid for everything. He funded everything. And, and then ultimately the plan was to infiltrate the Titans. She broke out Dr. Light, which was cool. That was a cool thing to find out too. It was her who broke out Dr. Light, not Slade. Right. Um, and he compliments her for it, the way she cut. He, he said like the uppercut slash marks and the sword play. Um, the training scene between them was very cool. Uh, it was very well choreographed. I think her costume looks dope too. It really looks like the Ravager costume. It really does. Um, but ultimately, his plan is to get her to infiltrate the Titans and convince them to, you know, get things back in action. And eventually, he's going to show up and kill the rest of them for killing Jericho. She explains to him, or he explains to her that they killed Jericho. So she's a little bit fuzzy on what actually happened. But then he tells her, I'm going to have to cut your eye out, <laughs> too. Now we know where the eye patch came from. Um, and this hits Jason hard because not too long ago, her father was trying to kill him <laughs> pretty and treat him pretty brutally. Yeah. So I'll let you two take it from here. Well, yeah. I mean, here, it's, it's a classic father manipulating his daughter. Mm-hmm. She's obviously looking for a father figure. Mm-hmm. When she goes to him at first, he's a complete dick to her. Complete dick. A complete asshole. And not the good kind of dick like right. Grayson, the bad type of dick. Right. When he comes back to her, mm-hmm. he's offering her answers. He can make her better. Mm-hmm. She can be a part of something. Uh-huh. 
that she's never going to fit in into the little suburbia that her Good her mom has yep. created for her. She finds out that Slade is paying for the home. He's even paying for the mother's for, husband's for golf yeah. golf club. It so seems to make him happy. right. So in a nutshell, you've explained everything. He's appealing to her emotions, trying to get the love from her, playing on that. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks down and tells her that he had a son, and he appeals to her, and she seems to be emotionally um, taken by that a little bit. He portrays the Titans as villains, that they need to be stopped, and that this mm-hmm. is something she needs to do. So she falls for him hook, line, and sinker for his plan. He's so brutal on her with the training, he doesn't take it easy. No. He's hurting her yeah. severely. Yeah. She's healing. But once again, he's training her to become a weapon, to become something powerful that he can utilize and that he does utilize, as we find out. Mm-hmm. So in this big reveal moment, when we come back to Jason, I wasn't sure initially if this was going to be thank you for revealing this to me or him having the reaction that he did. So I wasn't sure where it was going to go. It went to where he was just like, I'm out of here. You're crazy. Everything was a lie. She tries to appeal to him saying, no, no, this is real. This is what I was doing. And then this happened mm-hmm. between you and I. And Jason is so jaded and so, I hate to keep using the words, guys, but he's so lost and insecure mm-hmm. and so down. The one real good thing he thought he finally found in his life now tells him, guess what? I was a plant, and I was put into this position to manipulate all you people. Oh, but guess what? What we're doing is real. Mm. He wants no part of it. Then she tells him as he's storming out, but the Titans need us. And I love what he said. Fuck the Titans. Fuck you. I don't need anybody. And I get it. It's Mm -hmm. And and by the way, this is is his uh, current law. This is an incredible scene for him. I was just gonna say. Go ahead. I know you want. I know you want to talk always. about. Yeah, that's one of the best. It is an emotional. One of the best acted scenes of the entire series. Of the series, right? His performance. Yeah. In these two minutes or whatever. Like I'm really feeling for him. I'm like, wow, this poor kid. Like, yeah. This poor kid out on the streets with nobody gets taken in by Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. He goes through everything he kind of goes through. We know he's a little messed up, and he and he finally finds this this love. It's even more than love. It's just it's it's a true, it's a happiness. Which we said none of the Titans are ever happy. Yeah. In this brief interlude with Rose, he finds what he believes is true happiness, mm-hmm. and then she just kind of tears it apart. She just tears it. And apart. and you know I'm going to ask you guys this real quick here, because we're going to transition mm-hmm. here. Do you believe her? It's hard to. Do I, you believe that she's in love with Dick, or do you believe she's just she's having a moment? Jason. And Jason, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Do you believe... Like, like, I believe... I want to say I believe her, but I'm not so sure she knows exactly what she completely wants either. That's where I'm at, and then I'll let you answer, Nick. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll let you wrap it up and transition into our boy. Um, I think... Kind of just like what you said. I think you said it perfectly. I think she does, but she still doesn't know because she did tell her father at the end of last episode, I'm done. So she is pretty content with this, but is it in the moment? Is it impulsive? She was easily swayed once. Yeah, she's Can she easily be swayed again? Sometimes it's just, some things are really nice in the moment. 
than when real life comes back into play. It's very fantasy esque. They're living by themselves. They're hanging out. They're just them two. Yeah. At some point, that's going to stop, and they're going to have to acclimate back. What and st- and you you could still be together, but I'm saying, right? Maybe that's suburban. What Slade said the first time, you can never have. But in but in the moment, I really think she's being genuine. But if you're him, you 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 can't believe her. You 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 just can't. You can't believe her. Not being the character that he is. Not being the character that he is. That would be out of character mm-hmm. if he was like. What's your take? Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think. It's a little bit of both, whatever thing. Like, I can see it being impulsive decision, but then I think the moment that she said no to Slade was the second that now she feels like she's a part of the Titans. Okay. Because when he says you're never going to fit in anywhere, I think maybe she she feels like now she can belong somewhere, so she feels like she doesn't need Slade anymore. And that's why she turned, but... I I don't know. I I'd like to think that what you guys are saying is uh, true that maybe she she does starting to care for him. But in the end it doesn't matter cuz Jason's just down a different path and he has been mm-hmm. for quite some time now. I mean, this is the kid that was couldn't wait to put the Robin costume on and now he doesn't even want to put it on. And now he's saying fuck it. And yeah. now he's like I don't even want to help them. I hope they all die. So, well, that's, let's, that's that. Yeah, that's let's let's that. wait and see and on again, that one. So far, we've we've had, and again, this is we way we're breaking this episode down. But he he besides Dick has been one of the best parts. Absolutely, of the show. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. His arc to me is fascinating, and, and I'm really curious and to see I'm how. Really, it, yeah, I know he's gonna be around for a while. I'm right. really curious. Well, quick, 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 quick. Uh, do we think he's in the next episode? Or we think he's done. I don't think he's in the next episode. I don't either. I think he's done. I think he is for a second. For yeah. next till next year. I think he's done. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. So you you still think he's gonna be in it? I think yeah. he's done, because he was done on. Well, I mean, it's not a sport. Well, I, mean, I guess their schedules are different, but he was he seemed to be done on set before. Okay. A lot of people, like a lot of people, were still there when it seemed like he was gone. But um, right, let's get to the only because it's my theory. Let's yeah. get to the main. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's get yeah. to the main yeah. event. Mm-hmm. So. We finally get to our guy, yes. Mr. Dick Grayson. Mr. Deke. And he goes back to Adeline's house, right? Yes. Yes. We see him with ball cap on, the master disguise. Yeah. The, t- the typical yeah. hiding in, in hiding medium. gear. Right. <laughs> every medium's the hat. Okay, so I'm going to throw this to you. He goes back to Adeline's house. Why? Something to admit that he missed something and that he, that her son's alive and that she probably knows it too. And when you sent me in there for forgiveness, he got it from Jericho, of course, not from Slade. Right. And I think that was her way of hoping to God he would see it too. So, how about you? So, That's my interpretation. No, no, no. N- that scene was brilliant, and I think it absolutely needed to happen as well. Because the last time we saw them together, she was very cruel to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second time they meet, you know, she lets him in the house, gives him a glass of water, blah, blah, blah. And she's very nice to him this time. 
And I think it's for the exact reason that you just said. It's because he figured it out. Mm-hmm. And now she knows that if anybody could get her son back. It's going to be Dick Grayson. It's him. It's so great. And another moment where NW is here, I'll try. Where I she asked it. him to bring That's him home. That's such as a Dick Grayson thing, too. Because it's not like a whole, like, I will. It's a, so, I'll try. <laughs> like, I'll try. Er, and you it. know he's not going to fail. So. And also, shout out to the actor who plays Jericho's mom as well. Great she's, she's phenomenal. So. Yeah, it she was an emotional she's... scene. Yes. Um, at first, I was like, was he going back there because he thought Slade was still there? Was he looking for them at first? Mm-hmm. Was that his motivation? But then I'm not so sure. I think maybe the motivation was to see the mother again. And just confront her and, and have it out with her that I know what happened. I'm sorry. I missed it. Mm-hmm. And um, that dialogue between them when she kind of appeals to him. Mm-hmm. And she tells him Slade uses everybody. Well, one of the things you guys missed that I'm going to just interject here is she reveals to him that Rose was working with Slade. Yep. Oh, good point. So yes. at this point in time... Mr. Grayson leaves that house with his assignment to bring Jericho back. But he's also of the opinion of the fact from the mother that, wow, how do you like that? He goes, I took her in. Now he feels duped again because he didn't see it. And he mm-hmm. says that, right? So he's strays, constantly, said, constantly yeah. being tested, his Dick, right? For so Dick figures something out. Is his fatal flaw. Right? Yeah. Yes. But then he gets revealed by the mother and he's like, ah, I didn't know that, though. <laughs> so they're really testing yeah. great writing for Dick. He's mm-hmm. always, he gets it and then he's like, how did I miss that now? To so, back up one sec. Because we forgot it. Um, when Jason leaves, Rose gets a call from Slade. I apologize. And oh, no, 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 no. We I, all I missed that. It. And yep. then yeah. um, he basically tells her, well, I'm going. We got to meet in San Francisco. Yeah, we got to meet in San Francisco. And he gets his costume back from Wintergreen one more time. And then blah, blah, blah. Right, right. So then right. now he has his assignment. Mm-hmm. Now he has his new information. So before Dick does anything, he needs One last pit stop. Yeah. Well, this is this Probably is about the, as good as writing again. Uh, a, a, another some of the segment, shit, yeah. Because I was telling you guys, I've been reading comics for you know, almost forty-five years here, and if anybody listening to this, I just don't ever remember them using um, this idea of a. Obviously, it's a Wayne facility, Stu's handmade shoes. And it's just so cool. He goes in, he parks. It looks like a little storefront. Mm-hmm. Dick goes in there, and we see a middle-aged man with mm-hmm. glasses. And we realize why he's there and what this guy's purpose is. The dialogue between the two of them is oh, fascinating. Excellent. He's upset that he burned um, the Robin costume. He's very upset. He he, he uses a fruitcake as kind of a metaphor for <laughs> for the costumes that he obviously creates. It is facilitated it by the hands of Mr. Wayne. Mm-hmm. One of the great lines that you used in the opening was, Master Wayne said you'd be coming. So Dick's looking Dick's for some new threads yep. at Stu's Handmade Shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the idea, like you said, 
of the fruitcake he, he, just to speak in code when they're mm-hmm. in the store and he shows, oh, you like them, you, you know, like like this. And he pulls out a torch <laughs> and he lights that fire. Oh, that's he how you like it. He likes fruitcake burnt. And then, and then Grayson just gets super blunt. Sorry, I burned your costume. I had a bad yeah. day. I had a bad day, but I need another <laughs> one. And then the minute Stu hears that, he goes, you need another one. Hmm. So then it's just, just the line of, you know, Wayne said you would be coming. Of course he did. Um to you, talk real quick. Talk about this line for you. What that line meant mm-hmm. for you? Because you had a great point when you texted me like an hour ago. Sure. Uh, you, you're gonna. Mm-hmm. You're gonna like this. this. Yeah. yeah. So right off the bat, so this two guy to me was like we all said. He's like the Lucius Fox almost. He's the hideout. But so this to me, when he said Mr. Wayne said you'd be coming. This, to me, kind of confirmed that that really was Bruce Wayne. At the diner. At the diner. Because then how else would he know that Dick was out of prison? Yeah. So it couldn't have been anybody else. He might be coming you for a new suit. Because it's... So, again, I loved every scene. And he's going to need one for what's about to go down. You know what I mean? Because, to me, it was a little convenient for... Okay, so it was like Adeline was expecting Dick. This guy was expecting Dick. Bruce Wayne was expecting Dick to go to this place. So, yeah. So it was almost like this so event couldn't really have happened. Yeah, so I think it really was Bruce now. Whereas last time, I don't think any of us, we all kind of had our doubts. And now we know it can't be Jericho because he's stuck no. inside Slane and can't get right. out. So it yes. really was, we're assuming Bruce Wayne. Okay. Which, a very coy Bruce Wayne, but it was right. still Bruce. Hey, it was cool. So, no, and again, I thought that was fascinating because I like that they connected it. Mm Because I think I said at the beginning when we set our predictions that I kind of figured he would get it from Bruce. Right. Just not physically, but I kind of assumed he was going to be the one that ultimately orchestrates him getting it. Uh, So, yeah, I guess I'll just transition it. So, he takes him into the little layer thing that where they make the suits. The corsets. Yes. We are in a full fledged. Mm -hmm. Superhero costume factory, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody and actually, and, I, and like yeah. you said, that I Laboratory. love. I love uh-huh. they have like a guy for it. Yeah. It, yeah. it's just so it's so much uh-huh. cooler than them just all just doing uh-huh. their own suits. Like, yeah, it's so much better. Yeah. And I actually saw on Twitter because sometimes it's a good place. Ninety percent, it's not. But anyway, so when you when he first walks in, you know how there's a guy working on some stills or whatever. It's actually material from the Robin suit. Oh, really? Apparently, that's what somebody said, that it was the old material, and when they're walking is when he gets the new material. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. So, as they're walking, we'll continue on here, and he meets another highly tech person named Lily, who's Lily. also visibly upset with and him. And everyone's got to throw the shot at him. Oh, so you burned the suit. Yeah, and everybody's yeah. like, we're, we're behind it now. <laughs> yeah. We know. Trust mm-hmm. me. You burned the suit. And they're walking. And Stu's just explaining to him... And he loves it. ...this new upgrade. Mm-hmm. And as we're doing, we get a nice little Batman, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises here where you get the suit turnaround here. And, and Stu, you outdid yourself. I can tell. Stu, that thing looks Lily, incredible. You guys really outdid yourselves. Um, I like, too, that he's telling them it's going to be a lot more lightweight, flexible, so you can use your circus talents... Which, Which has always been a part of Dick Grayson. That's one of his best parts of Robin is his ability to move. Yeah. And we never explored that with when he was Robin. We never saw that. But we saw it when he fought the guards. 
And when he was fighting with himself, a lot more of that acrobatic um, skill set he has. So they're making him a suit where he can do that. Now, um, th this isn't really a spoiler, spoiler, but I'll throw the spoiler tag. Do we all just want to – because we actually did get to see the suit. Well, let me just say one thing before we close on the scene. Yeah. I think one of my favorite parts of this whole segment was that we finally get to see Dick Grayson smile. Yeah. For the first time in I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. Outside of some flashbacks with Jericho where mm -hmm. it was real joy he was feeling as opposed to maybe faking joy in a situation. And when he when the suit, which we don't see, but he sees it, and he does tell him, Stu, you really outdid yourself. I just that was very heartwarming for me to yeah. see. It was that. emotional. Because this kid put himself through hell. He's been put through hell. Mm -hmm. And he's still gonna go through hell. But for those brief seconds, he's seeing his transformation in front of him, and he's excited about it, and he lets himself he lets himself a brief moment of happiness. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, was really, really cool. I think I said that to you when we were watching yeah. it. That was my fav probably one of my favorite things of the entire episode. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. Back to you. What are you going to get into semantics? Did, he, in my eye did so, he get the suit, not get the suit? No, he got it. And yeah. our friend Stephen Marshall, you, you begin a, uh, yeah. a Nightwing shirt for He us. predicted the reveal I'll DM you. He did. So, so he, yeah. he received his suit in That's the third right. act of episode 12. Congrats to Stephen. Congrats, Stephen. Um, I'm going to DM you today for your sizing and address and stuff. So hopefully we get that to you before the um, holiday. Because uh, I know you're in the UK, so we'll have to talk about the logistics of that. But um, so that closes on the episode. Um, let's get into some stuff while we still have some time. We did see there was a um, there was like a costume showcase. The people who did the costumes, I did watch some of it. It's very cool mm -hmm. how they create the costumes from the concept art. Um, they use like real material and stuff. They also hide a lot of Easter eggs in the costumes. For example, in the Robin suits. Um, in the parts that aren't armor, mm -hmm. it's R's. It's a combo. It's it's um the R on the chest oh. is like the pattern on like the chainmail. So okay. that's one example of like an Easter egg they hide in the suits. Um, I don't know what they said the Nightwing was or what some of the other costumes were, but they're there. Um, uh, so then we actually saw what the suit looked like, and we get some photos of him, some concept art. Um, think the suit looks great. How about you guys? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm a little torn that we've got this far, and then they did some of that stuff. Yeah. So for me, having waited this long, and then seeing the suit revealed, and then seeing the trailer, the little trailer they put together... Don't get me wrong, it's I'm so jacked up for next episode, I can't wait anyway. But I'm just a little bit maybe disappointed that to go this far and then right before the finale to kind of reveal all this we get seems a little Yeah. I don't know. It seemed a little bit not in not in theme of what they've been doing the whole season. But it's a minor nitpick. It looks great to me. It does. He looks great in it the does. trailer when we see him. It, it had to be armor. And um, I'm not. I'm not at all. It yeah. hasn't. It hasn't 
done anything but make me want to see it more. But I could have preferred not to have seen anything. Yeah. How about you? Uh, that's all. Beautiful. I mean, even just looking at that video, I was just getting emotional about it. And then yeah, that... I mean, I think it looks great. Yeah. I mean, it really does. I thought they made And then that nice image, stuff. if there's like a 4K image of him already, like, from the trailer, like... Yeah. It's it, like look, it's like a page for page. It's like the guy was ripped out of a comic book. If yeah. you guys have a complaint about how he looks, I don't really know he what else like to that. tell you. He, he literally... Looks like Looks like Nightwing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to tell anybody. I don't think either. Or not to think, but, but that's Nightwing. It, it's, it's Nightwing. He looks like Nightwing. I mean, it's great. it's Dick Grayson. Yes, and Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Yeah, I love it. Um, he looks more than Dick, like Dick Grayson and Nightwing, than Dick Grayson looks like in the in his current comic book and his ongoing oh, comic book. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where where he's written. Yeah, but Grayson that's okay. Right now. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna be a good story. But yeah. I'm just saying oh, he. Yeah. In, is that image in my mind is Dick Grayson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so now let's just use the spoiler tag for this because our theories, some of them might actually be confirmed. So mm -hmm. if you're listening, there was a trailer released for the finale that we're, f that we're reading from several credited people on Twitter and Reddit, etc. that some of it might actually be giveaway, or some of it might have actually been given away by the trailer. So some of the, usually sometimes trailers are meant to throw you. Um, we're hearing a lot of what we're seeing in the trailers, what we're getting. So um, we're going to say the spoiler tag if you don't want to hear some of the speculation or some of our theories behind it because they might actually come true. I'm going to give you guys five seconds to tap out right now. Thank you so much for listening. But hopefully you stay with us and you don't Please. mind because you probably have the same thoughts as we do. Mm -hmm. Five, four, okay, three, two, one. Let's, let's, let's just skip it. So um, like you said, I would have preferred not a trailer, um, especially one of this magnitude because uh, basically the trailer saying a Titan will fall. It shows us... Dick Grayson in the flesh, even though it's fucking cool. He pulls out the batons, the electric ones. He starts fighting Slade 1v1. Uh, we see a funeral. We see Superboy wearing a Cadmus shirt. Uh, we see the girls all lined up, ready for battle. We see Superboy fighting Donna. Um, am I missing anything? Gar, no. was, Gar was in it briefly. Yeah. Gar was in it. He looks distraught as always. And then, right. of course, there is, like I said, a funeral where there's some inclination that some people aren't there. There's a shot of the team, quote-unquote, and there's uh, three people notably not in the shot, Raven, Jason, and Donna. Um, so let's use this, what we saw, and roll with what we think is going to happen. I'll start with you, and then we'll just go around. Yeah, you know, I don't mean to be a spoil sport here, but I am i don't really want to speculate too much. You don't? Okay. I think I think you kind of... I'm going to leave this to you guys here. I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you watch the trailer, there's some obvious people missing, and we know that the three of them are not all gone. But I guess I'm going to play along with you then. I would believe that Donna might be the Titan who falls. I believe Rachel Rachel might be missing because of injury or... Jericho. Jericho. And you just think that Jason... And I there. think Jason... Is just not there. Is 
on a path to becoming another entity entity next season. And I believe I did say I didn't think he was going to be in it next episode, but now I'm going to I'm going to piggyback off what Nick just said here. Maybe there is a little interlude, and we're gonna we're gonna see quite possibly maybe a little premise of how he's going to become the Red Hood. Do you think is I think he's going to be a crowbar and the Joker. I'm if joking, it does, that's orgasmic, because I know that's what everybody wants. If that does happen, it's orgasmic. I'm not sure, but I do believe there is a scene of Connor and Nightwing, of, of Dick, I'm sorry. It looks like a field, right? Yeah. And that might play. I don't want to, I'm not going to use this because you guys have surmised this. So mm-hmm. go ahead. What do you think about that scene? I'll okay. let you say it. I'll let you say it. What? The third three that I think it is? Yeah. The okay. theory, what you think happened so, in that scene. I have three different theories here. I don't want to speculate on which Titan I think it is because I'm with you. It's going to hurt me too much. Unless I <laughs> I want to physically see it and then yeah. I'll believe it. But as far as the scene, I think it could be Jericho. And they're using Dick looking at Jericho as a way to close that storyline up that I saved you, you saved me. They're wrapping that up. I think it could be Jason because I think if they make it as Jason... It's sort of the nail in the coffin that, hey, I don't need you anymore. You failed me. We're not friends anymore. And then I think that ignites Red Hood. Because he's not there in line with them. So he's not on the team anymore. And he's only there, I guess, to pay some respect. But he's letting Dick know that I'm your enemy now. I'm not your friend. I think the third one, and this is very, very slim. I think it could be Bruce Wayne. And I think it's just Bruce paying his respect to everybody. And he sees that. You're saying when he looks to his left. In yes, in that, that, in that okay. shot. And I think it could be Bruce because, okay, he realizes you that it's probably Nightwing Bruce. saves the day. Good job, Dick. You did it. Mm-hmm. So that's all I want to speculate on that saying because, again, I don't want to speculate on who I think could die because I think sometimes when they release a trailer like this, most oftentimes than not, it's a misdirect. Believe me, Avengers yeah. did it. Star Wars does yeah, it. Yeah, they do. It is. Everybody does it. Is a Titan going to die? Yeah, 98.9%. Somebody probably will die. Mm-hmm. But we also knew that from episode one. So what do you think? Well, if I don't say it, it doesn't make it real till I see it. <laughs> so, you don't have to say who um, dies. You can just say, say what you think. I'm really hoping the Titan who falls is not the obvious choice. Because um, I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, but I'm with you, um, assuming, you know, clearly they're going to solve the Gar and Connor problem. Maybe. Well, they're in the shot. So, maybe yeah. at a loss. Like, they might be recreating a comic scene death, if you know what I'm talking about, between a certain female Titan and a certain clone of Superman. Um,. I also think that, and Dad, we talked about this, um, I think that um, in the scene in the field where we see a shot of Dick and Connor Connor talking, I think the fans are going to get what they kind of wanted. And I think because he has Clark's memories... Yeah. He's going to give Dick the name Nightwing 
Um, like we said, I don't think Dick's going to have the name. I think we're going to get a nice shot at the end where he might be talking to Connor, telling him it's okay, what he might do. It's hard to speak in code. Um, I so think that he killed Donna. I think Superboy. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I think Superboy might. I don't know how that. I don't know. I how think they can Superboy okay might kill Donna. Okay. Um, similar to her being killed by a clone of Superman in the comics, and I think that's going to be their reasoning over it. And I think what comes out of it, aside, however they deal with that, he's going to tell them, you know, you you wore the blue, you have this blue bird on your suit well in on krypton we have this bird called the nightwing and i think that's where he's going to get well that would be from. beautiful and uh that's my it prediction would be close i don't know why none of us saw that that's my movie. prediction where he gets his name yeah, yeah. um but other than that like i said so i guess i hope to god it's not donna but it might be <laughs> um yeah you know i'm ready man i wish it was on now yeah so. yeah absolutely that's all i could say all, All right. I could say is that... Is there anything that you'd be upset with? No. At this point, I don't think they're... I don't think they're going to go in a direction that's going to alienate or really piss anybody off or upset anybody. You know, I think where the show's headed to is going to be a more team-oriented show, as we're led to believe going into next year mm -hmm. with the Blackfire uh, storyline with Corey, I do think um, I do think that's what we're going to get. What that means for the older Titans guys, I know, and I don't want to. We've already gone long enough, but it could be that some of those older Titans aren't around, or they're more like guest stars. And that's stars. my fear too. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. my fear. And I won't too. get upset with that because, like I said, I, I mean, will. we're <laughs> they've been so it's been so good up to this point. I know that. There's so many ways they could go, and I trust the writers. I have I I don't think short of killing Dick, I'm not quite sure there's much they could do to. Can I tell you the trend I think the show is going to continue on? And you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. I was actually thinking about this all day. I wrote it up somewhere. Um, I really do compare it to Lost. And I think that's why some people get angry at the show. Is that everyone's not in every episode and they're not always a team. The best part about Lost is they handled all those characters so well. And some seasons you didn't see them as much. Right. You know? Up until like the last one. Or in the moments where they needed to all be on the screen towards the end yeah. of the year. But a lot of the season was them on their own journeys. And I think even with next year, even if there's less people on the team... That trend's going to continue, and I'm and I'm telling the audience here, that's what this show needs to do, especially with the number of episodes it uses. If you have them together in costume fighting three villains a year and all these battles, there's just not a budget for it. Yeah. There's just not well, a you're not budget gonna get for Next it. Year you're gonna, you're, you're gonna, gonna get more yeah. of these. We're gonna learn these, more about Corey. Too but next yeah, year. you know, we're but, gonna we're gonna delve but, into her world. And her, yeah, and her, uh, but you're battle. gonna get more of these. It's gonna continuously right. be some of these characters are gonna have these isolated storylines. Sure. There's gonna be some episodes where you only see Rachel and Gar, and yeah. then they'll cut back to Dick and Corey a little yeah. bit. So, mm -hmm. um, that's all. So. 
I know you're saying it's going to get more into like the core Teen Titans stuff, and I think it is to an extent, but I still think they're going to make it still more character-driven. 100%, because it works. Because you can't do the battles and the team-ups all the time. And I know people want Gar, Gar. They can't afford for him to power up every episode. It just doesn't work that way. Um, So keep enjoying it one more, home stretch. Mm. Oh, my God, the finale, the hype's real. I think they're gonna stick the landing. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So we'll have like, to wrap up though. So like you guys, I've kind of learned throughout the years that when it comes to season finales, to try and temper temper Good expectations nice a little piece bit. Of advice for everyone. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're not gonna love it because I'm fully prepared to love it. I'm gonna accept it for what it is, and I'm not gonna and I'm gonna do something different. I'm not gonna judge the finale on the finale. I'm going to judge it on the season and what the finale did for the season. Correct. Okay. Not for the episode. Okay. So if I didn't like the finale, I'm going to judge it on the season, not the actual. So if you don't like the finale, then the season. It's not going to. Yes. Yes. It, it won't be as good. Because as I think there's been a lot more good is in the season than just the finale. Because there's been plenty of good seasons that have had good episodes, but so you're not nailed the if, finale. If the finale's not good, it does not ruin the season no, for you. Okay. Not for me. But real quick, I'm going to read Steven's email here, and then yeah. we, we, we want to do one sort of thing for Thanksgiving coming up. So, <laughs> yeah, just, um, yeah. so Steven just wanted to clarify that he thought that this episode was more in tone of the episodes earlier in the season, which is a good clarification. It did. Uh, it, it did feel like one that was. He thinks that the episode's gotten back on track. He thinks that Jericho being alive was kind of pretty poetic. He loves seeing Rose's backstory. Thinks the costume is incredible. Feels bad for Gar. We all do too. And he thinks that the Nightwing. He thinks that Dick finally getting his suit was just justice, and he can't wait to see him in it. So, Stephen, I know I kind of summed up your email here, but congrats on winning the T-shirt. We yeah, will we'll again. We'll be DMing you details very shortly. So before we wrap up here. It's Thanksgiving on it's Thursday. It's Thanksgiving on Thursday, so. So, we're going to do, do one thing we're thankful yes. for with Titans. Or anything. Well, let's uh, take Titans. the Titans. Let's take okay. the Titans. Okay, Titans, all right. Um, and excluding, it can't be Nightwing. It can't yeah, be Nightwing yeah. because that's, that's what we wanted for yeah. two years now. You go first. Okay, so for me, besides the journey of Dick Grayson, what I'm most thankful for in season two of Titans is... The performance of Kern Walters as Jason Todd. Love it. Because he really took it to a new level. He's brought so much depth, depth and compassion to the character and made me like the character. And I am completely invested in where he goes forward. Absolutely. That's it for me. So, so you're thankful for Kern? How about mm-hmm. you? So I'm thankful... For the cast overall. More specifically, I'm thankful that I have characters that I'm invested in that I want to see more of, which includes all of them. So you know how there's like seasons or there's casts of characters that you don't like and you kind of don't want to see them on screen like you dread to see them on screen. I don't have this with this show. I'm with you. I like them all. And I like them all, and I'm really grateful that I have characters at a show called Titans, and I can't wait to see them Mm because you think by the name. That there's one character that isn't mm-hmm. resonating with you, but they all resonate with you, and it's incredible. So, I love it. what do you think? I agree with you both. Those are two great ones, and I have a great third one. 
And I'm really thankful for this because I, I really did it. Saved it for not him. this. No, no, no. I'm not going where you all think I'm going. I'm always thankful for Donna Troy, so I'm not going to use that. I'm not going to use that one. Because um, it was the biggest surprise in the way he was utilized and the performance that was given. I am confidently saying I am so thankful for Ian Glenn as Bruce Wayne. Oh, okay. excellent. That yeah, is, that is the one excellent. I'm going to end on. Yes. That's what yeah, I'm going to end yeah, up yeah, on. Yeah, the yeah. way he was used, right. his performance, mm-hmm. the way he – I, he, dude, he was excellent, and I really hope we get something from him next week. That's all. And I, I hope too. he's around in the future. Yeah. You know? Because Bruce always was a big part of the Titans because they still need a daddy figure. So That's right. Yeah. So I'm thankful for Ian Glenn. You're thankful for Curran. You're thankful for the cast as a whole. I think that's good writing, I guess. Yeah. Good writing. <laughs> that's good. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the home stretch is upon us. The grand we have finale. Nightwing. This week. We're going to watch it together. We're going to watch it together. Yeah. We we may give. And we might have uh, an earlier reaction. An earlier reaction but than gonna... we anticipate. We're going to look forward to it. I hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving. Tell somebody you love them. Have a good Black Friday, everybody. Stay safe. Yeah, please stay safe on Black please. Friday. And for please. Nico Caruso and his father, Nicholas Caruso, my name's Nick Zanuck. And it's Dick Grayson, Zez and Titans. It's not about what your name is. It's about what you do. Do good things, everybody. See you next week. Maybe.